Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We uh, sit around, we talk about food here on the air and with you, I hope, and, uh, and whoever drifts by and uh, goes on the air with us. We have a good time doing it. We've been doing it for, well, let's see, how many years now? 32, something like that. And I uh, hope you can spend a few uh, few moments with us and tell us where you've been eating. We are on the verge of, uh, of Thanksgiving. Uh, no doubt I have to tell you that. But the uh, that's on the way and looking forward to that is on our mind. And let's see, what else do we have? Uh, what's coming up? I don't know. We'll, we'll think about it as we go. Uh, our telephone number here is 260-6368, 260-6368. And uh, that works for just about anything you want to bring up. And uh, as far as the kind of uh, subjects that we bring up, uh, really, wide open. Love to hear from you about anything you have to share with us. So uh, what you got going for Thanksgiving? There are lots of different directions. Uh, one of them is to uh, to put together your uh, the, your foodstuffs that you have in your own kitchen or that you bought specifically for this. Uh, or you could be there uh, go planning out. Go out. to go out. I was about to say that. Uh, Mary Ann is here. Hi. Uh, hi. You got a microphone there? You need one? I do. You do. You have yeah, one? I don't need one. I have one. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Where would we be without it? Gee, don't even ponder that. Hi, Why? everyone. It's Thanksgiving week. It's Thanksgiving week. That and wonderful are you ready? week of the year. Are you ready for it? Am I ready for it? Well, yeah. I what mean, are you doing? I, I have to be ready for it. It's here whether you're ready for it or not. But well, yeah. we haven't started doing anything, really. We're going to be going somewhere yeah? and preparing food to bring there. Wow. Which is really kind of, whether you're there or here, although we did have a lovely tradition here for a long time, mm-hmm. but um, it, 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 I don't know, it, the Thanksgiving situation has been in such a state of flux that who knows where it all ends up. I think we may have folded our tent on that. But when, on Thanksgiving? When, well, on, on hosting it here. Oh, oh When it oh. was uh, <clears throat> offered to me that someone else host it, I made a specific point that I wasn't giving it up permanently. It just, I agree that it's probably better week. that I don't do it this year. Hmm. So... It, so I even had this conversation with her the other day, and I said, "So I'm not, I'm not giving it up entirely." And they go, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we know, we know. we're just helping out this year, so mm. that's good." Mm. So thank heaven for that. And believe me, I'd much rather be at their house than mine. Well, uh, yeah, I guess so. Especially it depends on who's there too. You know, kids or goldsters or there'll you know, be there'll be all different varieties there, but it will yeah. be a smaller group than I expected. Anyway, last night I put together a list on nomenu.com of places that have uh, space still available. And it, it's, uh, That's a good you, idea. Yeah, it's just like a, about a handful of restaurants 
that I checked. I mean, obviously the you know the the grand dames, the you know the commanders' palaces, those are all gone. But and most of them have a wait list. But uh, if you are perfectly good with the notion of just having some delicious food with the people that you love, there are plenty of options out there. Plenty of options. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, we. Uh, uh, did a lot of uh, feeding of a lot of people for a lot of time. We did. And boy, you know, I, I remember very fond and, uh, fondly yeah. all of those years where we had kids, lots of kids, uh, lots of adults too, lots of food, lots of barbecue. It was a good you run. Know, it was we, definitely a good run. Yeah, yeah. But now so, we've given up. <laughs> no, no, no. I haven't given up. I've no. definitely not. Well, we have given, friends. Specifically, not given up. But. Um, but I think it's great, and it's and it's wonderful that there is someone there that was ready to step in and do it this year for us, and I think that that is um, wonderful. I'm I'm grateful for that. So uh, let's let him do it, and uh, mm. it's it's going to be a fun fun time. Yep. And so now we get to bring food, like kind of like we used to do for Christmas, mm-hmm. only we're doing it for Thanksgiving now. That reminds me, we I know was. I should have stopped and done it as I was thinking it, but uh, I haven't bought my ham yet. Not only do you have to do your ham, but you have to do um, you have to do the cheesecake. Cheesecake. And uh, I will do a couple of things. I got the recipe for. Oh, by the way, this gives me an opportunity to say that if you have been listening to uh, Tom cook for Thanksgiving You've for lo these many years. Um, and you wonder about some of the recipes that he did, then let me uh, tell you that you um, can do those same recipes if you were intrigued by any of them. Uh, we will have several of them up on the website tomorrow using the same little turkey icon that I've been using that Jackson did. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I, uh, I saw some of those on the website and... Uh, there were, there were quite a few, well, I used more to, than I, I used expected. used to do a dozen of this or that, so I kept your dozen and yeah. uh, did it that way. So it's a dozen places that have space. Uh, you will definitely have to be flexible, but if you are flexible, um, you can find yourself at a really nice place for Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. with the ones, the people that you love, and uh, it will all work out just fine, even if you haven't planned like a lot of people do. Oh, well, you know, it, the, it's hard to get things per- perfect all the time. Well, there are people who plan, I mean, really far in advance. This is uh-huh. completely um, a dichotomous to my personality. Um, I like but, the dichotomous. Then, it's one of the most interesting uh, animals out there. Yeah, but then, but then... There are people who just, you know, would think that we're completely nuts, which, of course, we are. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, there's certainly more people like them than like us. But if you do happen to be one of those stragglers who have not made the proper plans for Thanksgiving, there is hope. Go to nomenu.com today, and there's a list of about a dozen places. Yeah, it's it's useful to know this, and, uh, and you'll be surprised by it. How many restaurants are still out there with availability for dining, but it's probably going to most easily and best uh, accumulated by just coming from the woodworks and 
Well, there are people who say that that they, so wait they till have the last nothing. There nothing after two, and then there are people who say they have nothing before such and such, yeah. and then there are people who say. It depends completely on the size of your party, so it really does depend on all of those factors. But of those 12 places that are on that list, if you were to call from that list, you should be able to find some place. Mm-hmm. The one that I found the most interesting of the list is also the most expensive on the list. Oh, actually. really? But it is M. Bistro. M. Bistro. At uh, the Ritz Carlton, yes. Oh, and oh, yeah. I am a bu- I'm a buffet person, as everyone knows. And buffets are really hard to find now. Even the um, even the Crystal Room, which is no longer the Crystal Room, it's the Bijou Room at Le Pavillon. They do not have a big buffet anymore. They have an a la carte menu. Oh. And um, it's so it's really really kind of hard to find one. But the Ritz Carlton M Bistro has a hybrid for a hundred and ten dollars. It's a four-course meal, mm-hmm. and what it is is the first course is a seafood buffet, yeah, including soup. And you could go through a lot of money there with a open seafood buffet. Yes, That's and then the price. you get a salad and an entree, a Thanksgiving meal entree, and then the dessert is also a buffet. And that's $110. And that's the only one that I saw like that. Mm. The uh, Compare Le Pen has an interesting menu. It is $75, and it's Caribbean-inspired. So if you're not into the traditional turkey stuff, then you might want to have a look at that one if you're looking for something a little more eclectic. Mm-hmm. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number, but it is Thanksgiving week. Yes, and uh, I'm already in Traffic the mood. Traffic is already in the mood. Really tough, and uh, but you know, there's there's plenty more to be said. And uh, there is. I've been saying it all week, though, so people are probably sick of it. There's also a bunch of other things to be said. So if you would like to chat with us, uh, it's here. Been, we are. We've been in and out lately. So Tom's been gone the last two days. We're everyone's back days. and settled in again. So if you have something that you've just been urgently holding to talk to Tom uh, or to talk to both of us, uh, we're here. Call us. Yeah, and it's free. And uh, and we like you. We'll we'll make you laugh. It's a number. So let's talk about New Orleans hamburger and seafood. Yeah, why not? For a change, we're going to do it quickly. First, yeah, New Orleans hamburger and seafood is where you go to get really good, hot, delicious, crispy, golden brown, greaseless. Yeah. All seafood. those things are true so far. And if you ask them to spice it up, you ask for spice delicious, and it's a little spicier. You can get it mm-hmm. in a platter or on a uh, poor boy. Yes. You can get a wonderful burger from their extensive menu of burgers. They are crusty on the outside, juicy on the inside, and just the way you I can like tell them. them exactly how you want it to be. It used to be where you would go to a like a, a dressings buffet, and but they don't have that anymore. It's a fast, casual, really nice environment. Fast, casual. They've redone it. Very nice environment. They have good local specialties. They have other sandwiches. They have nice salads. And now char-grilled oysters. New Orleans hamburger and seafood. New. Ten locations around town. Go have a look. WWL 105.3 FM HD2. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. That's us, all right. Two six zero six three six eight. Hi, you are listening to the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. Marianne is here too. Hi. 
And uh, we have been kicking around this ball while you were listening to something else. Uh, we uh, are wondering where in the world can you get a good clock that will actually hit it exactly <laughs> on the nose. And for some reason, we can't see. I think seem... they're all over Tom. You think so? Yeah, but yeah. most people just use their phones. You know, I, that's what I want for Christmas. I want uh, I want a good. All clock. right, so let's do some restaurant reports. You want to talk about your Manresa? Yeah, uh, for those who uh, know about what this is, there's a, it's a religious retreat. Anybody that, who listens to this show has got to know uh, what that is. Uh, I, and I have uh, been a participant in it going back to, gosh, when I was in high school. Prehistoric and, times. And right? I, I, I continue going every year. I've only missed very, very few uh, over the years. Uh, but it's, uh, it's a wonderful thing, and I'll, I'll leave it up to you because – uh, it it depends on where you come from, uh, what your background is, uh, or it, not necessarily. Uh, anyway, I've been going for a, coming up on a very long time, almost 50 years. I, I, can't I like it too. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> Even though I don't go. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, but the, what pe- a lot of people uh, think about when they, if they're regulars at Manresa. Uh, on how good the food is there. It's a real basic uh, style of food, but they you you get three meals a day, and it's it's really something. People brag about it all the time. So, what was your favorite? Oh, red beans yeah. and rice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I even have a way of introducing the the beginning of the of the. Uh, and what is it again? It is uh, bless us for our uh, red beans and rice. The best uh, until this time next year. Oh, I see. and because uh, okay. I think it's the it is the, the best, best red ever beans. Period. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and I, I get them every year. Yeah, and uh, people just walk up to me on the street and they tell me that that uh-huh. they heard me say that. And they, uh-huh. and they when agree. it is it really oh, your favorite recipe, uh-huh. uh, you know, red bean? Anyway, yeah. <laughs> so we, it's uh, not too serious. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, we had a good lunch today and that was actually the second visit for Mary Lee and me um, it was at Pyre Provisions which is an unusual name I have to find yeah. it to the bottom of why that P-Y-R-E. is P-Y-R-E mm-hmm. I have it in my hand here the menu it's sort of a it's sort of a, like a barbecue kind of global cuisine kind of I don't know what it is. But anyway, but a, lo- a lot I of it intrigues me. Porchetta Friday night. Porchetta? Nope. Por, P O R, Porchetta. Oh, uh, oh Porchetta. Yes, Friday night. The Italian night. Uh, answer to uh, The Italian street food. I mean, it really is yeah. kind of an Italian street oh, food. Oh, yeah. It's um, it's great. And uh well, I I've seen it umpteen times in Rome and I always say I should get some of that. I never do. And one of these days, I'm going to get it. I've never ordered it in a restaurant here. I was surprised to see it on the menu at Pyre Provisions. And uh, and so I wanted to get it Friday, but I got so many other things instead. And then I was hoping to get it for lunch today, but they didn't have it for lunch. So hmm. it stays out there waiting for me. The elusive porchetta. 
I've only seen it on one menu in the States, and that was at uh, John Besh's place, La Provence, before it closed. Mm-hmm. I could believe and that. And I did not get it that night, and I should have, because then I would have had it in the States. I've, I don't know when I'll get back to Rome to have it. But anyway, porchetta, I have to try it there. Yeah, it's very much loved by people who live it in, is. in Italy. It's a roulade. A roulade. Yes, it's that's exactly what dug. it is. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, 260-6368 is the number if you would like to chat with us. Uh, happy to give out any um, recipes if you're looking for help doing some Thanksgiving dish that you have. We would love to help with that. Mm-hmm. I, You know, I've got something to bring up that it seems to me we have not really covered particularly well, and we should have. What's that? And that is, uh, how do you cook your turkey. Now, you know, that's really an obvious question to ask, and we hope a good question to answer. But uh, I, I'm going to ask that again, because everybody has different ways on that. Uh, there are some people who just throw it in the oven, you know, like uh, people have been doing for years and years. And then there's some others. The way I've always done it is, uh, you know, I brine the, the turkey, and then I roast it very slowly after Tom, that. Did uh did you ever see a turkey being roasted in a paper bag, like a grocery bag? Yes. Is that my imagination? No. Or that actually, was that a phase at one time? That really was. And in okay. the early days of the, our radio show, mm-hmm. uh, it was very much in vogue. And people were calling me all of the time and telling me, you know, that, would you tell me how you uh, cook the turkey inside the paper bag or the Schwegman's bag, which is what they called yeah, it back then? Uh-huh. And I would and I would tell them, well, I don't think it's all that good an, an idea. There are some other ways of doing it. And then they would come back and say, well, you know, everybody seems to say it's great. And, and then, they did it and they liked it. And they did and they they liked it. Uh-huh. But there was one uh, event along these lines that was really kind of funny uh there was a guy who called me on the air and he said uh would you tell me once and for all how do you make this turkey that is inside of of a schwegman's bag and i said i'm going to tell you how i understand it to be and also you know whatever i've done of it i'm not crazy about the idea but you know if if you want to hear let's let's let it rip so uh he called back about uh, two or maybe three hours somewhere in there, telling me uh, it's. I just opened up the oven to see how it was doing, and what Tom? How do you get that plastic? <laughs> I said, Oh, but don't, don't even finish. Tell me, please, that you haven't put a turkey inside of a plastic bag and then put that into the oven. <laughs> yeah, wasn't you supposed to do that? Not exactly. So I guess that's why they have instructions on soup cans. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I think, though, at one time that was really in vogue. It and, was. And did people just put the bird inside the bag? Paper bag, And yeah. the bag, was there a pan inside the bag? You didn't also, need it. like, where the juices go? Unless it was really, really loaded with juices, which most of them were not. They they would shrink up actually a little, but they would by the time they were ready to serve, they were crunchy all over the place. They had a really nice skin. They weren't. There was no absence of. I thought there was a fire of, hazard to that. Well, there could have been, uh, but you know if if uh, you know what you're doing, it can be avoided. 
Well, uh, it's not the best way of doing a turkey, that's for sure. Yeah. All right. Did I, did, did I hear you say we had somebody on the phone? Okay. I didn't, I didn't right. think so. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Um, I am going to do the green bean casserole. The, that oh, is, the green bean. Green yes, that I learned something about last night. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, <laughs> we in my family of origin, um, there was the turkey green bean casserole, which is actually yeah. quite good. I mean, uh-huh. it's. It's Campbell's mushroom soup. It makes a sort of carbonara thing that you mix the green beans in, and then you put the crispy onions on top, and that's not so bad. No. But but somewhere along the line, uh, one of my in-laws decided to make a real green bean casserole, and it's more of an Italian version. And I asked my sister if she got the recipe from my sister-in-law, and she said, no, she's not doing the same one. So I got two green bean casserole recipes last night. And um, I'm definitely going to put my favorite up there, although I don't know if the other one is as good, and I think it might be. I didn't realize there was artichoke in it as well. Hmm. But maybe that's why I love it, because I just love artichokes. And the hmm. artichoke flavor is so close to godliness that if you've got it in anything, I'm going to love it just Absolutely, ipso facto. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number if you'd like to chat with us about Thanksgiving, but you don't have to because there's plenty of other stuff to talk about. Uh, it's just that we're kind of obsessed with Thanksgiving. You've probably figured mm. out already. Well, who isn't? Well, I think there are. Oh, oh, Tom, I wanted to tell you this. Tell me. On Friday's show, yeah. I was using as a basis of the show mm-hmm. a poll that... A poll? Yes, a, a poll taken by the Harris Polling Organization oh. about people who secretly don't like certain things on the Thanksgiving buffet. Mm. And in our constant dissing of millennials, and it's not so much just, you know, millennials are the worst or anything. It's just that they think so completely differently from all previous generations. Forty percent of millennials would not have a turkey at all. Really? Yeah. Boy, that talk about changing in the way we eat and cook and everything. I know. 40%. Wow. That's a a whopping number. That really is. But the rest of the poll was about 30% of things that you didn't want at the Thanksgiving table, those being the green bean casserole, sweet potatoes, which kind of surprised me, uh, mashed potatoes, sweet potatoes, any kind of way, and uh, pumpkin pie. Hmm. So those things are not as cherished as people, as the conventional well, wisdom. some of them are, and some well, of them are. Well, I know what is. Mac and cheese. <laughs> Your favorite, Tom. I think so. Mac uh, and cheese. What What would you do on on uh, on this, this holiday right. yeah, uh-huh. uh, if you didn't have mac and cheese? What would I cheese? do? Yeah. I, I, I would not. At, it, it, operate it's normally? Not, it's, not, <laughs> it's not Thanksgiving unless there's a big vat of mac and cheese. That is that is the case. Anyway, I think Mary Lee put some Instagram picture of mac and cheese up and, and sort of was directing it to the family because uh, we are sort of renowned for our mac and cheese, and so people just expect it there. Mm-hmm. I forgot what she said, but it, she it was she, she's into all the memes on social media and stuff like that. Memes. It, yeah. What memes. is a meme anyway? I've I've seen the word a uh, hundred times, but I it's never. A, it's a Hook. contrived story, I think, oh, okay. is how I well, would that describe it everything. if I had to. 
Anyway, 260-6368 is the number. Today is uh, National Bake Your Own Bread Day. It is? Mm-hmm. It is. And you know what? It's funny that, that uh, it's it's up there today because I was uh, reading. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Here yes. it is. I was reading last night um, the uh, Poilin book. Poilin? Yes. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous book um, by Apollonia Poilin, uh, who, and the bakery is internationally famous. Hmm. And, uh, What's the name of it? Poilin. Oh, P-O-I-L-A-N-E. A-N-E. Poilin. And uh, it's a sourdough. It's a really dark brown, just like, you know, that kind of gnawing kind of bread uh, that you don't like, but I love. And um, I was reading it for a while last night and fantasizing about baking these breads. Not, Not that I will ever do that, but... Uh, I, I chuckled when I saw that today was National Bake Your Own Bread Day because it's a cookbook about, well, it's it's a really interesting book. It's about her life, about the bakery, about ancient bread baking, and, you know, I mean, it goes back to the beginning of time, obviously, but um, I, I, I get jazzed up and motivated to try it when I read a book like that, and of course, I never do because it's it's such... It's so tricky, and I, I'm not all that, I'm not all that exact with baking or anything like that. Well, not many people I'm are. Not the, I'm not the baker. Well, you know, Mary Lee always yells at me when I offer to help her. She doesn't yell, but she goes, "Are you kidding? I would never have you do it because <laughs> I'm just not as my mother used to say particular with things mm-hmm. like that." Well, if you're in baking, you better be particular. That's what I'm saying. See, I'm yeah. not, I am not a natural baker because you do have to be really really meticulous about those kinds of things and that is just that is antithetical to my personality 2606368 is the number if you would like to chat with us we are blathering on about food as usual with no particular direction mm-hmm. if you would like to guide us with a phone call we would love to have it you're most welcome to do that 6368 yes plenty more of the food Some show the coming up go ahead what but uh, we'll pause for a moment, and we'll be back. And uh, call us, would you? We'd, that'd be really nice to talk to you. We talk about Thanksgiving this time of year, but if you have something else you want to bring up, like what kind of wine would be good for uh, for Thanksgiving? The Beaujolais Nouveau. Beaujolais Nouveau. A lot of people love that. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's, it's it, it works, but I'd, I'd rather have... A more interesting real wine. Myself. Yeah, real wine. Real wine yeah, snob. Real me. wine. Well, <laughs> Tom, Tom is a Beaujolais Nouveau disser. <laughs> and well, I have uh, made my life back in it. Something like that. Anyway, there are people who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are people who uh, don't don't need to be pompous about their wine drinking and no. people who do and if you don't you probably like Beaujolais Nouveau and if you mm-hmm. do you probably don't well they're kind of fun the idea of them is a, is a good idea here's what goes on with uh, Beaujolais uh, it comes from a part of France that for some reason has grape uh, grapevines that blossom and turn out some uh, grapes long before most other grapevines do. 
And so it gets out there in the market and uh, long before any of the other. Flooding the market with inferior wine. That's right. <laughs> and that's uh, basically what happens. But uh, a lot of people Fine, get a kick out of me. that. Huh, you like it? Okay. I said fine. More for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's. I mean, I'm, I'm probably not going to drink a lot of it because I just don't drink a lot of wine. But no. if I had my druthers, it would probably be a Beaujolais Nouveau because I really mm-hmm. do like it. It's like grape juice. For us and, non-drinkers, and the alcohol it's like grape is low uh, on those two. It's like you can say, "Look at me, I'm drinking wine," but you're not really. <laughs> <laughs> and that mm-hmm. works. That works for me. I'll have my mac and cheese and my Beaujolais Nouveau, and everybody just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. And uh, getting back to how to cook, how to cook a uh, turkey. Uh, what's your way of doing it? Everybody who does this at home does it differently. Cooking Share turkey. it with me. Yeah. You know what, Tom? I have to say, I have enjoyed your smoked turkey throughout the years. But given the choice between a good old roast turkey with gravy mm-hmm. and a smoked turkey without gravy, I'm going to take the roast turkey every time. But I will say this. Uh-huh. The smoked turkey definitely makes a better gumbo the next day. Oh, no for sure. No two ways about it. No two for ways sure. about it. I, I, I even go out of my way to make sure I get any, any leftover necks or anything like that. And I grab all of it from out of the oven and use it to make the make that uh, roux based almost. Oh, Tom, you're not going to talk about your gravy, are you? The gravy? Why? Yeah, because you've been fired from gravy a long time ago. Oh, oh, I forgot about that. No, <laughs> a long time uh, it's ago. Something... Tom's gravy comes out like the cranberry in the can. You could take you could take Tom's Tom's gravy. And take the saucepan and dump it over it. It would hold the shape of the saucepan, just like the cranberry sauce in the can. That's not to say that Tom isn't a fantastic cook, which you are. But we all have our flaws, and gravy is yours. Gravy is definitely mine. <laughs> gravy and, and rice. And I, uh, Stay away I, from the rice and gravy, Tom. It doesn't move me. It doesn't groove me. I know you don't me. like it. And you know what you said? You said, don't cry. You, I, I think this is absolutely true. You said, don't cook something that you personally don't like. That's true. And that is a good way to think about it. Well, now that we've cleared that up and uh, and I'm on my way to Forget hell. Forget your guests. Who cares what they like, right? <laughs> is that what you're going to say? But you that? never know. It's, it's just so, so many things. So this year so we're, having, we're not having smoked turkey at all because we're, no? it's, not at, it's not at this house. It's going to be at someone else's house. And the uh, turkey uh, that's what is we're going to too. be coming from Joe Impostato. You know, as, as, as much as uh, we enjoyed the uh, the era during which our kids – uh-huh. We're wild about the, the whole Thanksgiving thing. Yeah, Thanksgiving, thing. it was wonderful. Uh, wonderful. Uh, still, you're glad it's over. <laughs> we're glad it's over because it is. Uh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's worth it. I yeah, think. I was about to say uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained, and I loved it because because it was uh, just a wonderful time. Mm-hmm. It was a great. It was a great era, and I'm not giving it up. I want to make that no. clear to anyone who's listening. I'm not giving up Thanksgiving just yet. I'm already thinking about my my two grandsons, yes. and wonder if I can see for Thanksgiving. Yeah, what? yeah. Put them in the back of a of a few notes to myself and to other people that hey, we've got to do those upcoming turkey cookers. Um, <laughs> 
Jackson, for his birthday, went to Benny Hanna. I got the, the report time. on that. Uh, <laughs> Benny Hanna uh, is. I, I think it's it, still around. A four-year-old at Benny Hanna. Yeah, what could be better? Yeah, and he got in there, and from what I heard, it was really a party. Well, I was surprised that there are no flying shrimp. There were no <laughs> flying shrimp. Yeah. And and Jude said it was because it was just so incredibly packed. But um, flying shrimp is kind of an essential thing mm-hmm. for Benihana. Now, I would really love to go to the one that they went to because apparently it, it it's either the flagship or one of the very few first originals. And I'll bet you it's a super cool place. So I definitely want to go there. But um, there are also places that have gotten onto the Benihana bandwagon and are doing some of that showmanship with their fried rice. But fried rice happens to be one of Jackson's favorite things, so it was Mm -hmm. a perfect fit for a special birthday for him. Well, the Benihana thing, I remember when that first came out, at least in the publications that I was working for, we used to run their ads all the time. And uh, they were uh, just the hottest thing going. And people not, not so much here in new orleans but throughout the rest of america particularly they were popular here too they were very popular, popular here and even more so in uh, in uh, california. california and well that's where they started that's where they started yeah. but but think about it think about it yeah. what could be better than a gigantic wok or griddle <laughs> with Rice, mm-hmm. vegetables, shrimp, chicken, and soy sauce. It doesn't get better than that. No, no. It's uh, it's nice. If you weren't such a snob, you could appreciate that <laughs> the way you should. The abuse I get What I want to know is, like... did Jackson ever get one of my ice cream sandwiches? I oh. beg them to let him have one of my ice cream sandwiches <laughs> as dessert. Need to follow up on that and see if that was eventually allowed. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. We are back in the saddle and hope you can join us sometime today. We're talking about, you know, the usual nothingness. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, especially on a day like today when everybody is trying new ways of cooking their turkeys. Or, well, they're not or, doing it yet, but they're well, thinking about we're it. Get, we're getting pretty darn close they're to it. They're thinking about it. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and all the other stuff uh, that goes with it. Well, and you have the wines. To, you have to go out and get your stuff to start doing your. One cooking. must do that. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, I'm going to try to control myself. That's the problem. I have to control myself. Yeah, I'm what, not very good at that. You control yourself from what? From going overboard with cooking food. Because hmm. we don't cook very often, and when I do cook, I really love to cook. Yep. And so I get carried away. Way and I make too much. Gigantic amounts of things for lots of people who are not even going to be there to eat it. So I think I do you have to you share to really that with a lot of, of people. I have to kind of rein it in a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's my. It's going to be my big challenge. Oh. Today, Tom is the birthday in 1758 of. Uh, Let's see. I've you know got what? it right here too. What? Of of the Pittsburgh style, is that it? Yeah, of uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh style. Just in general. It is... Uh, yeah, it was somebody who tried it first time in... The Monongahela River. Monongahela River. Monongahela. <laughs> and not Monongahela. There we go. We finally the came The oracle to. has spoken. Say it yeah. again, please. Monongahela. Monongahela. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, and Allegheny Rivers form the Ohio River. Yeah, it's our own river here, Mississippi River, comes through one after time, uh, one after another. Those, those. Uh, oh, Tom, is Pittsburgh style actually cold in the center? Uh yeah. That's yeah, gross. If, uh, I don't think so. That's how I love to get it. You put uh. it on the really hot grill, and you you put a little butter or uh, some you, other. You have ordered a steak Pittsburgh style, and it's been cold, raw in the center? Yep. Ugh. It's remind terrific. Me. And on the outside, it's crusty. I would never touch your food anyway. No? No. <laughs> well. Black and blue. Okay. <clears throat> Anybody uh, have that same feeling? This is where you go to, go to a steakhouse or even your own steakhouse in your own house. And you ask, you know, when the waiter asks, how do you want it done? Most people say medium rare, rare, you know, medium well. Except for us heathens who like and, Beaujolais Nouveau and mac and cheese, <laughs> and we want it medium well. And we want it also, we want it done in the Pittsburgh style, which puts a really dark, crusty kind of coating on the outside. And in inside, though, all of the juices are being absorbed, and they are uh, they still are not what you would call completely cooked. Okay, now here, let yeah. me ask you this, Tom. Uh-huh. Because you have this tendency to try and order a steak no matter where you are. Mm-hmm. In the New Orleans style with the sizzling butter. This was a great disaster oh. in Pasadena last week. But if you order a steak that is Pittsburgh style, i.e. cold and rare in the mi- raw in the middle, then how is the sizzling butter going to work on a cold and raw steak in the middle? Well, in order to get to that level of temperature, to get the, the buttery kind of top, you you have to get it up to those high temperatures. And then there you are, and you can, you know. I think you ought to just stick to, I think you ought to just stick to ordering the sizzling butter in New Orleans where they know what the heck you're talking about. Well, you go ahead and do it and be antithetical to all of the Tom's been looking at the word antithetical, antithetical, trying to figure out a way he can drop it you into know, the conversation. Well, I always loved my antithetical, <laughs> thetical, and she was so nice to, to me. So it, thank, thank you I very give much. You to use it. <laughs> well, we got to do something the here because where wait, is everybody? I said, well, we've got to get no, something. What did, no, what did Duck say? What a duck said? No, no, I don't know. That uh, that sounds like a good no, one I though. I thought I heard the oracle speaking <clears throat> from on high. No. Wrong? Okay. He's not going to speak again. He mm. likes to pretend he's not really listening. Anyway, in the annals of prohibition, you have a good little, uh, you have a good little almanac today. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, not yeah, too many Carrie people, but. Nation. Carrie Nation. That's an interesting, Nation interesting story. Today. This folks is in the uh, category. Quote: It has always been thus. Because I find myself wondering how the world ever got so crazy. And it's things like this that remind me that it has always been thus. So then I can calm down a little bit about it. Mm -hmm. But in 1846, Carrie Nation was born. And her first husband was an alcoholic who died young. And it infuriated her so much she began to crusade against alcoholic beverages and saloons and that crusade lasted the rest of her life so 
this isn't where she just walked around trying to convert everyone to stop drinking. No, she went into, she was famous because she would go into a saloon bearing bricks, clubs, hatchets, or batons and would start breaking everything in sight. She was arrested 30 times for these activities and still was out again. Again, mm -hmm. this has always been thus. And she was only, <laughs> wait, what did you say, Doug? He said that, well, what did you say? What were your words? That is Where called entering and breaking. And Mike is yes. on the phone. There you go. Entering and breaking, yes, as opposed mm. to breaking and entering, yes. Anyway, and she was only one of the many people who resorted to violence in the quest to rid the nation of alcoholic beverages. But wow, is all you can yeah. say to that. Oh, it's, it was a big, big deal for it's her. Like a really strong and, opinion, uh, I would say. And there were a lot of people who were behind her and who, really? who were very much on there. Yeah, and, uh, there were... <clears throat> uh, there were people who were behind her just to walk mm -hmm. in and vandalize things. Well, like they that? were. There always have been X number of Nuts. people. Well, yeah. I, now, <laughs> who have these, okay. uh, you know, these these things uh -huh. that uh, are that something they feel less is righteous? They can go in and do that kind of that, stuff. That's what it amounts to. I see. But okay. uh, it could be worse. I mean, there's. It's uh, antithetical to civilization, I say. Yeah, there you are. <laughs> I just used it again for you, Tom. At least it's not about smoking. Mike is here. Mike is here. Mike, Mike, Mike has decided to come in and rescue us from ourselves. Hello. Yes. Hello. Yeah, come on in. Hi. Welcome. I just, I just, I just want to comment about the uh, Pittsburgh-style steaks. Okay. Yeah, yeah, fire away. I live and breathe. Anytime I go out, that's how I order it. And uh, some people, some restaurants get it. Uh, most don't. Uh, yeah. Uh, because you know, when you talk about Pittsburgh and kind of like black and crusty on the outside, I think they have a tendency of not cooking it that way. Even though you ask for it, I don't think yeah. they realize what you're looking for. Oh yeah, I, they you know they're very um, the 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 steak houses. They have a, a little hesitation in giving a truly Pittsburgh style steak or extra. Because uh, it's raw, you mean? Yeah, because if you order it that way, and what comes out is a medium or a medium rare, uh, the uh, the customer will be angry about that because he was going after the uh, very the cold version. But uh, yeah, mm -hmm. but the um, but the customer was even more so because you can always cook a steak a little bit more, but you can't unsteak. You cook a steak. You has to. Um, you know, I, I'm wondering whoever does get their steak cooked the way they want, because me. when I tell them I want it cooked medium well, it doesn't happen then either, because they feel like that's cooking it too much. Hey, Mike, where do you get your steak that is perfectly cooked according to your specifications? Well, I tell you, the best Pittsburgh-style steak that I've had was at Mr. John's. It was oh, a New yeah. York Strip, New York Strip, and it was cooked to perfection. Well, it better be. That's Mr. John's. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the great steakhouses. I thought. I, I, I'm sad that yeah. sad that it we. It is. It is. It's gone. Still there. It's not gone. Mr. John is Hold gone. On. Mr. John is. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, oh, Mr. Jinx. Stay. Stay still no, there. Still very much there. He was. He was thinking about Mr. John himself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where are you uh, from? But anyway. Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, you said you're yes, from. I'm, I'm actually from Ohio originally, but oh, I've been okay. in Oh, no kidding. Okay. Are you from Pittsburgh by no, any he chance? Said Ohio, so he was saying uh, he was no. from around that area. Uh, <laughs> okay. No, no. Uh-huh. We tried. Well, okay. Anyway, I, have um, another, I, I have another question for you. This is about Turkey. Good. Fire away. My wife, my wife and I were having this discussion. The little chemical in Turkey, the tryptophan or whatever it's called. Am I pronouncing okay. it right? Yes. They were yes, saying no. that it's supposed to make you sleepy, and that's the. She, she, we had an argument. She's saying, Mike, that's false. That's not true. <laughs> False. So, so we 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 had a long argument and discussion. I said, "Sweetie, we, I've heard about this for years." She says, "No, that's not true." Well, uh, you know what I think makes you thir- thir- You know what I think makes you sleepy? Eating incredible eat, amounts eat of turkey, <laughs> mac and cheese, green beans, bread, and all the other things at Turkey. Because what else can I mean at Thanksgiving Day? What else can you do but lie down and take a nap? Uh, I guess you're right, dear. Yes. Yeah. I mean, even Martha Stewart is selling stretch pants for Thanksgiving Day. Imagine that. We'll have to put her on the show. They're very fashionable. Very fashionable, as as of course they would be. All right. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate the call. Thanks for dropping in. Nice talking to you. It's the food show. This is Tom Fitzmaurice. Yeah, we have As about usual, we're another just three minutes here talking about do not much of anything. You're still well, trying to figure out a way to use antithetical? Uh, no, I've come to love it. <laughs> that actually uh, is the way that goes. I see. Okay. Let's see. Somebody, was this you? What? Uh, today is uh, National Home-Baked Bread yes, Day. Yes, yes. Yeah. Does anybody bake their own bread? And if you do... I do. How did you... Not very often, but I do once yeah, in a while. Speaking of Thanksgiving and yeah. bread in the same conversation reminds me of your all-time <laughs> all-time greatest Thanksgiving where we had no food cooked but a lot of bread in the oven <laughs> that nobody wound up oh, eating anyway. Brother, I, I'll never forget that, but everybody else will. Mm, no, I think I think you've forgotten it, but nobody else will. But it was, mm. you know, it turned out to be fine. I mean, you you come to Thanksgiving, you stay for the whole day, and sure, you know, after the bread bakes, then you put the food in, and in the meantime, you just eat the you know the appetizers that I've I've put out there. There's, there was always too many of those, so we never did have a problem with with getting food on the table. I don't know. I. I I find that in all of our Thanksgiving endeavors, we would have the appetizers, and people would fill up on those because there'd be a lot of them. And then the food would never be exactly right in terms of temperature when it was time to eat the bigger stuff. And then no one really cared, though. They would just either warm it in the microwave or just eat it twice. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the, the Thanksgiving servings of everything, you realize that there's a lot of there's a lot of back and forth, making it easy to go and go by and just uh, 
really graze. simple. You just graze. That's you, you graze. That's yeah. At Thanksgiving, you just graze. Uh, I want to talk about the shrimp appetizer that I'm not going to do, but I have done in the past, which I'm going to put in the in the website on the website. Tomorrow. Well, and we're coming back. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. If you would like to chat with us, we'll be back after the news. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.